This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, May 23rd. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined once again by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, welcome back. How you doing? I'm doing, doing well. Yeah, you, sur- you survived the mean streets of Canada? <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. You you got across the border, you had a time, and you came back. How was it? Was it a good trip? It was a great trip. Uh, first off, Montreal is a fantastic city. Yeah. Honestly, I did not think I, I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. I, it's a beautiful city. It, it gives you enough of, like, you know, like the modern feel with, like, the old... With the, with like the old kind of European, it gives it a nice blend. Fan, mm-hmm. uh, fantastic restaurants, great coffee shops, and just about every corner. Uh, the locals were wildly friendly. I was I was kind of cons- I had heard you know a few horror stories about you know a few you know uber nationalists like not liking tourists. Sure. Or whatever. We, we we didn't we ran into a bit of that, that but it, it really wasn't anything to do with us. It was to do with other tourists nearby mm-hmm. us. So. Yeah, but for the most part, friendly Canadians, good time. Uh very much so. I, I honestly, I, I honestly, I, I've, I've always kind of had a bit of a negative, I don't know, negative feeling towards Canada, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I've, I've only met people from Saskatchewan and Alberta. <laughs> okay. I've, mm. I've never, I've, I, and I, I do have one good friend who's from Ontario, and he's a fantastic guy, and I, I love him dearly. But, I hope we don't lose our Saskatchewan and Ontario listeners. I'm I'm sorry. No, I've ever <laughs> you know living in some of the places I've lived, I've inter- I've met a lot of folks from from those two areas, and they've been nothing but jerks to me. Sure, sure. So well, I, I I met a lot. You know, you know, you know, people from Ontario that I interacted with, people from from Quebec that I, I interacted with were, were fantastic. And that's awesome. Well, you know, I, I, I it's made me rethink my position on Canada as a country. That's good. That that's the sign of a positive trip, then. Is that uh, a good influence? There you go. Yeah, they were. Yeah. A, they, um, um, people of Montreal, you represented yourselves very, very well. Uh, you should feel nothing but pride in your city because it's beautiful. That's awesome. Well, uh, I am actually wearing my Montreal Expos hat now for you. My my dad uh, got me it for my birthday, and then I wore it on the uh, video show on Friday and got some good comments there. And I right. wouldn't say I'm an Expos fan. I'm a baseball fan. It's a great logo, and I like the red, white, and blue. But then I was like, oh yeah, Matt's in Montreal. You said you got a shirt, right? I did. I, I picked up an Expos shirt. Yeah, but yeah, but you can't you can't be an Expos fan. It's tough. It's, oh no, there, there's no team. There is no team. I I mean, some would argue that you can still be the fan, but it's yeah. There, I don't it's, I don't understand how that. If there's no team, how would you still be a fan of that? I mean, that's true. I don't. I suppose again, I that's true. I guess you know people say they're still you know a fan of of, of Beethoven, so I suppose so. He's been that's, dead. <laughs> that's a weird, deep question. I suppose. I, uh, okay, I'll take it. I take it back. I, take, I, I you can't. I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I think it's different for sports. I think the team needs to be physically existing in order for you to be a fan. That might be true. I don't know. Those are not the questions we answer I, here I, on this podcast. Whether know. you can be a fan of an extinct team or not, right. um, you can still listen to Beethoven music and still appreciate. It. You can't really like watch a new game. Or... That's true. Maybe you just watch old Expos highlights and be like, "I love this team." I don't know. <laughs> I mean, not... Somebody, somebody like, may do that. Honestly, there's uh, sure Bears fans who do stuff like that, with like eighty-five Bears highlights. Where I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, they're not Bears fans. They're eighty-five Bears fans. What's that? Uh, so, do you feel like way out of touch on baseball? Were you able to follow it all? Are you are you no, wondering who's no. on what teams and what's going on? 
if anything, I was able to follow a bit more because, you know, I'd, at night, you know, I'd get to the hotel, I'd toss in the Blue Jays, and then I'd watch you know, maybe 30 minutes of, of highlights on whatever sports channel they had. So. Which I assume is 27 minutes hockey, and then, oh yeah, baseball exists. Uh, no, because there, there are no Canadian teams still in the playoffs. So they don't cover it? They, no, they cover it, just it's not like as, like... Not the same mania? Yeah, yeah. it's not the same level. It's, it, oh, it, it, and, and they, they slag it off a little bit with, with some of the American teams... Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, uh, I want to hear more about Canada, but we are going to uh, do some DFS stuff for Monday first. I've got a few hot takes coming up for you at the end. Good. We'll we'll save that. We'll get the baseball out of the way. I did want to uh, drop in. I have a present for you, Matt. I finally updated the standings on the Field of Streams podcast. Still, that is a present. uh, It's a present for you. I caught up on the contest that we run. Uh, Matt and I... Every day, pick a pitcher less than 50% out in Yahoo leagues that we recommend as a streaming option. And then we I, I keep haven't... track so that we can talk trash to each other about how we do. Oh, it's uh, not that bad. Not even that we like talk trash as much as we uh trying to put our money where our mouth is. And so if you take our recommendations, if you were to stream every pitcher that we've suggested all year, this is what you'd get. Um, and, and plus we get to compete. It's fun. So, uh, yeah, I, I updated that through the 22nd. Um, I won the first year, Matt kicked my butt last year, and I have, we're what, a quarter of the way through the season, maybe? I'm leading. It's by far not in the bag, but, uh, 3-7-6-ish ERA for me, 4-5 ERA for you, so we gotta lead there. Got a few wins in the bag, got a bunch of strikeouts, uh, an edge and whip, but it's early. It's early. It's, so. yeah. I thought, and, it was, I thought it was gonna be much worse. I'm, honestly, I, I was... I've had a tough one on, on Sunday, Adam Conley. Uh, 14 base runners. I think that might be a high for us. Uh, you had a ball to all out 13. I don't know. That's, it's also fun. We can go back and look through them. But yeah, yeah those are updated. That's in the uh, everyday. I, I post the link to that. It's just a spreadsheet. You can take a look if you want to see. I had four or five days with double digit base runners. That's insane for this contest. That's never happened. Yeah, you got a rough patch there for a bit. We, we get our clunkers every once in a while. That's the thing when we pick these streamers that you got to wear whatever they do. So yeah. it's kind of tough because uh, those stats run all year long. Um, all right. Anyway, yeah, if you like to follow along with that, that that is uh, updated as well. All right, um, Matt, let's jump into Monday, though. Let's, let's look at what's going on for Monday. There's an early game, uh, Colorado and Pittsburgh. They're doing a makeup. It's so early it won't fit your DFS slate. And then there's an awkward uh, White Sox game that's a couple hours early for some reason. Do you have any clue why it's at this awkward time? Double header. Oh, well, that would make sense. Yes, if I just look farther down the schedule, <laughs> that would be why. Uh, very simple response as to why. Well, um, that first one's probably not going to fit the DFS slates, though. No. So, yeah. So when we pick uh, White Sox and Indian hitters, it is in the second game. Cody Anderson against Eric Johnson, which is a good place to pick hitters, but... We're going to ignore Mike Clevenger and Matt Latos in the afternoon. Anyway, let's jump into it. Monday the 23rd. Matt, where are you thinking of going at catcher? Okay. Uh, catcher, I'm, I'm starting with uh, Wilson Ramos getting Bartolo Colon. It's righty sure. and righty. But yeah. Wilson, Wilson Ramos, he's got like a 9-10 OPS versus right-handed pitching. And mm-hmm. Bartolo doesn't really have much of a split. It's, it's about 700-700 both ways, I think. Yeah. I, yep. I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm... I'm I'm going. I'm going off script here. I'm hoping I'm remembering. Either way, he doesn't have much of a split. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, uh, Ramos likes righties. You're right, and he's been good this year. He's been really good this year, and he shouldn't be that expensive. So, I and I don't really have a. I don't want to bet against Bartolo, but I will. Yeah, 
I, I think it's just fine. You know, it's not a slam dunk at all, but it, there's nothing wrong with that pick at all. It's a re- it's a reasonably priced catcher. You're you're fine there. Yeah. Uh, moving on, I've got uh, Salty versus Vincent Velasquez. Yeah, you just gotta you keep pulling from to get in that lineup because I like him when he does, but they keep using McCann for defense reasons. I think. I guess. Yeah, but once but, he's in, I agree he can hit, and it's a interesting lineup. So. Honestly, uh, Velasquez doesn't have much of a split. I'm not buying it, honestly. Him not having a split or him being decent? I don't think he's as good as his numbers indicate. I don't I don't think he's a .99 whip for the rest of the season. No, probably not. Uh, I think he's good, not great. I think he'll be fine. I don't think he's going to Matt Latos on us and fall apart. But I wouldn't, you know, be scared away too bad, you know. I think uh, this so, is in a, in a minute. I, I, I think he's due to kind of, you know, I'm not going to say crash, but I, I don't. I don't think he's going to end up as good as he's been. He has a two four two ERA right now. I think he's probably a three three ERA guy. Not you me. know, I, I think if I think he's decent. You know, but uh, I don't think he's a below three ERA guy. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm a little more moderate on it than you are, but I understand what you're saying for I'm, sure. I'm not, I'm not afraid to, to pick against him. I'm really not. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, who else do you like at catcher? Earthen Christianetta getting Rich Hill. Okay, you're gonna be a crazy man and pick against Rich Hill. Why? Why wouldn't you pick against Rich Hill? Because uh, he's really good, but he does have his imploding starts. Um, I like that because Rich Hill's does walk his his share of batters, and Chrissy and Etta can draw a walk, and he likes lefties. So, I think if you do want to go against Rich Hill, that's probably a good matchup, right? Was there anything else on it for you? Oh uh, yeah, just you know, you get a bit of a platoon split. Mm-hmm. against righties, you know, and Ianetta does really well against lefties. That was pretty much my thought process there. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and the walk thing, I think, might, you and, know. Yeah, the walk thing, yeah, it's, it factors in there. And yeah. lastly, uh, the Giants catcher, Posey or, or Brown, whoever it is, versus Drew Pomerantz. Okay, yeah, you're picking against Pomerantz, huh? Okay. He, this is a this is a rematch of last week. Uh, it was Pomeranz against Cueto, and Cueto went the distance, but Pomeranz went six innings, two runs. Had, he gave up like a two-run home run, and that was it. He was good. In which stadium was this in? That was in San Diego, but it's not like San Francisco's a hard place to pitch. Like, Okay, in San Diego, Drew Pomerantz is Superman. Away from San Diego, he's mortal. Maybe. I, I agree. I'm okay with picking against him. I think when we get to pitchers, I think Pomerantz is going to be an option, but... Buster Posey can hit a lefty. Like I'm fine with that. Yeah, and so can the, the, the Trevor Brown character. He can sure hit a lefty as well, apparently. Sure. So I, I don't I don't hate it at all. I just I I'm not I'm not picking on Pomeranz, but I think Buster Posey is totally fine. For sure. Fair enough. I'm not honestly. Th- there weren't that many righties that I, I really like in the Giants lineup. So it's not like I'm I'm, I'm building yeah. a giant stack against them. There are opportunities there that I would take advantage of. Yeah. Any other catchers you like? Um. Uh, no. Uh, I wrote down our boy JT Realmuto getting Matt Moore. Uh, Realmuto likes it lefties. They're not bad him lead off anymore. That was a fun little experiment. Um, but uh, he likes to hit lefties. I like Matt Moore. There's a uh, 0 for 4 potential there, but Matt Moore is so volatile that uh, he can also blow up. So I think Realmuto can steal bases. Like he's an interesting guy when he gets a lefty. I'm in there. Um, I wrote Salvador Perez getting Ricky Nolasco just because Ricky Nolasco is not good. And the Twins bullpen's really bad. So if you're just looking for a catcher, uh, Salvador Perez would be fine. I have Jan Gomes against your boy Eric Johnson. You, uh, What are you thinking about this? So did you get Matt, to see Matt Latos and Eric Johnson pitch on the same day. Uh, how's that feel as a White Sox fan? Almost as bad as having uh, 
Mike Clevenger and Cody Anderson pitched for my team in the same day. That's true. And also, like, <laughs> Cleveland Cleveland is maybe the team to be afraid of in the AL Central if you're a White Sox fan, right? A little bit. Why would you say that? Because they're good. I think Cleveland's good. Uh, but not if they're throwing out Clevenger and Anderson, you know. So Honestly, I'm still more worried about the Royals. Okay. Yeah, it's an interesting division. It's it's not boring outside of Minnesota. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm fine. It's a doubleheader, so you got to make sure Jan Gomes is in. He might pit, you know, catch that first one, not the second one. Who knows? But I like that. I wrote Miguel Montero getting Adam Wainwright. I'm down with picking on Adam Wainwright. Are you? Like, he had, like, a good start the other day, finally, but he's still been so bad this year, and it's not just balls in play. Like, his control numbers are terrible. Yeah, I, I, I agree completely. I have no problem picking against Adam Wainwright. I, he I, was, I do with somebody a bit more exciting than Miguel Montero, but yeah. Sure. Six and two-thirds scoreless last time for Adam Wainwright. It was against the Rockies at home. Um, on one hand, oh, yeah, you shut down the Rockies. On the other hand, it's like them away from Coors. What does that exactly mean? I don't know. I, I would like to see Adam Wainwright get better. I think that he could but I'm ready to still pick on him. Um, and then my last name, if you want to get real deep, if you want to spend uh, not much on a catcher, but pick somebody others won't, it's A.J. Ellis. Should get in for the Dodgers. Grandal's a little beat up, and also Clayton Kershaw's pitching, so Ellis should catch for him. And uh, he gets Brandon Finnegan, and he's left-handed. Ellis, who's not a great hitter, likes to hit lefties. Uh, does he? And the Reds... <sighs> In his career, more, not this year. Uh, but <laughs> not this. He's not a good hitter. We'll, we'll get this out of the way. This is not a high ceiling pick. But I think the Dodgers can score runs against the Reds. I think they can score against Finnegan. I think not a lot of people are going to have AJ Ellis because he's not in every day and he's in for Kershaw. So this is your punt option. Um, I'm not putting stars around it, but if you want to get sneaky and spend the minimum catcher, there's some points there. Uh, not a high ceiling, but it's the Reds and it's the Reds bullpen. I just think he could help, uh, you know, move the line along. So, all right. Um, on to first base. Matt, what are you thinking at first base for Monday? Uh, first base. This is an odd first base day. A little bit, yeah. I think my favorite pick might be Eric Hosmer getting Rip Ricky Nolasco. Okay, sure. I'm, I have no problem with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm be a little more enthusiasm, but I guess it's It's... I, it's hard to be enthusiastic about anything related to Ricky Nolasco, even when it's beaten on him. But, yeah. I, I, yes. It is obvious. I'm into it. Okay, I've got Carl Santana versus Eric Johnson. Sure. I think Santana or Napoli are both plenty capable. Yeah, yeah you can throw Napoli in there, too, if you want to go cheap. Uh, yeah. Matt Adams getting John Lackey. Matt Adams is kind of turning his season around a little bit. It's looking... it's, it's, it's certain, the numbers are starting to creep up there. He's there's power there. Remember two three years ago, he was like everybody like the new thirty yeah. homer, hundred RBI first baseman. Everyone was nuts about, and then he got and hurt. He, I don't know that he'll ever hit lefties, but um, I don't know. There's power there. He's still youngish. Like I'm fine with that. Yeah, and he's been good. And picking on John Lackey. John Lackey's fine. It's fairly good, but I'm okay with picking against him there in that matchup. Sure. You write down Miguel Montero. You got to write down Anthony Rizzo getting Wayno. Yeah, that's the one you put stars around. It's obvious a lot of people are going to have it, but I am totally yeah. okay with that, for sure. Uh, I also, I, I, if, you're looking, if you're looking ready on ready, I worked on Bingo Park getting Young Kennedy. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too, actually. He's been just fine against righties. He's been awesome. He's got, like, 9 or 10 homers versus right-handed pitching. Yeah. I, I don't trust Ian Kennedy. I just don't. I'm sorry. He's been okay. He's been better than I thought he'd be, but no, I don't trust him either. I've seen him be bad in Petco. <laughs> that was weird. 
Uh, I mean, there's something going on with Royals helping guys figure it out. But yeah, he was really bad in Petco. So I don't, I don't know how that. Happened. Everybody else who goes there has been has, has been really good. But Ian Kennedy shows up in San Diego and he's awful. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. I can't explain it. But in the same way, I can't explain him being good with the Royals. So rounding up my list, I wrote down Mitch Moreland getting Nick Tropiano. I agree. I think Tropiano has a little bit of a weakness to lefties, yeah, and does, Mitch Moreland's been fine. I like all those. Uh, I agree. Guys that I had that you did not. Uh, Ryan Howard getting Mike Pelfrey. It's Mike Pelfrey. And Ryan Howard, I mean, the best you're going to get is, you know, one home run. But he could do it, you know. He's de- he has one skill still, and it's hitting homers off righties, and it's Mike Pelfrey. So I'm fine with that. Um, I'd take Miguel Cabrera against Vince Velasquez. He's been heating up. He's remembering that he's Miguel Cabrera and that he can hit just fine. It's righty on righty, but... Double-check your lineup. He exited the game early on Sunday. Oh, I did not notice that. So, yes, uh, make sure he's in there if he's hurt. I mean, you can take Victor Martinez, probably gets in there somewhere at catcher or first base, um, depending on your format. I wrote wrote down Victor Martinez. I was too embarrassed to say it. He's good. He's just fine. Uh, He's fine. I I guess. If If I'm not embarrassed to say salty catcher, I guess I should be embarrassed to say Victor Martinez at first base. Yeah, he'd be he'd be okay. Depending on what format. Some formats he's still a catcher. Uh but wherever you play DFS, I, I'm fine with that matchup for him. Um I wrote down, you know <laughs> it's weird. Uh he's almost kinda like Ryan Howard at this point, but Albert Pujols gets Derek Holland. Uh he's right handed and likes to hit lefties more. But not a huge ceiling there, but he still has power. He can still uh, hit homers, and so him getting Derek Holland, who's been bad, uh, I like that matchup for him just fine. If you want to go Albert Pujols, I mean, you're not paying the contract for him that the Angels are. You know, he'd be adequately priced at DFS, so I'm fine with that. All right, um, that's it for first baseman. Other than what you had, I like Napoli and Santana and Adams, and especially Rizzo if you can afford it. Um, on the second base, I have five names. Um, obvious ones, you can start with Daniel Murphy getting Bartolo, which is fine. Uh, you can get Jason Kipnis getting Eric Johnson, which is fine. Um, you can get Rugnet Odor getting Nick Tropiano, who's a lefty with a platoon advantage. I was so sad that our last episode we recorded right before you left was, like, an hour or two before that, like, giant brawl, uh, in Texas, and you and I didn't get to talk about it. No, we didn't. Uh, yeah. But it was it was something. Rugnet Odor is still playing games right now. If, if, um, if you want, if you really want my, my take on it, um, if you look closely at the video, Bautista is cocking his fist as he's being. Oh yeah, it's not a sucker punch. D- no, despite what Bautista tries to tell you, you know. And you can play the who started it game, where like yeah, maybe it goes back to the playoffs, but then it's like, oh, the Rangers hit him in literally like the last plate appearance. They're gonna see him for the season, and then he did this bad takeout slot, like. Everybody looks bad here. Yeah. There's, I don't take a side. Nobody, you know, like, well, he's justified because, like, no, they all look bad. It's all bad. It's all very entertaining, and that was a really good punch. <laughs> and, like, I, and, like, yeah, uh, I definitely didn't take a side. Um, but Rune Odor can not only hit Jose Batista, but he can hit baseballs, and I think he can hit uh, Nick Tropiano. I think that's fine. Uh, just one more thing on that. There yeah. are, are, th- are three words. You tend to hear, you hear brouhaha, fracas, and what, what's the third one? I've been saying brawl. No, they, they have like special, you know, it's, it's it's never a fight. It's always a brouhaha, a fracas, or a, oh, there's one more and I can't think of it. I'm leaving you hanging here. Yeah. A benches clearing brawl is usually no. what I hear. In, in the actual broadcast, they used one of them. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure it was brouhaha. Yes. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm, I, I, I just had to laugh because I was oh, I guess it's, it's officially brouhaha status, according to baseball announcer. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was it was something it was something it was it was impressive you don't see i mean i saw lots of uh comparisons to your boy robin Ventura getting his butt kicked in texas I haven't no, seen a punch it wasn't that, that bad where he got like beat on for like no, you didn't see a baseball punch come that close last one was maybe coco crisp and james shields fighting but coco like dodged out of the way i think no, i don't know it was donnie brook that's what i was trying to think of a donnie brook yes is that I'm I'm maybe I'm too young. Is that a phrase for a fight? Yes. In fact, oh, okay. The three the three most common synonyms for a Donnie Brooker fight attack disorder. I've never heard that, and I like to think of myself as fairly erudite, but I've not heard of that. If you haven't heard um, of Brooker, you're obviously not. Yeah, apparently not. Um, I have Ian Kinsler getting Vince Velasquez because even though it's not a lefty, he's been on fire. He's been hitting homers. I think the Tigers lineup is clicking. I think that would be fine. Um, and my last name at second base, uh, your boy Steve Pierce is playing in place of our boy Logan Morrison. He likes lefties. A lot of these Rays are going to get a good matchup against Wei and Chen. I think Wei and Chen's fine, and Miami's not a great place to hit, but we like a lot of those Rays against lefties. And that uh, is def- Steve Pierce is definitely one of them. He's playing second base. I don't know that that's where he's going to be in your DFS format, because uh, he can play a bunch of places, but that's where he'll probably be actually on the field. Um, but I have the thumbs up for him wherever he is. I think that's a fine matchup for okay. him. Matt, who do you have at second base that I did not have? I'm not going to lie. I'm a little annoyed you took my Steve Pierce pick. I did. I robbed it. It's a good one. I called him your boy. I know you'd like it. I, I have him written down with like stars around his name because I, like I like that matchup for him. Yep, that'll be a good one. Uh, did you mention Ben Zorbrist? I did not. Ben Zorbrist will be just fine. He's, he's hitting well, and it, we're picking on Adam Wainwright. I agree. That's fine. I think it's pretty much all I had that you didn't. Yeah, that's yeah. six good options at uh, at second base. Should be plenty. Um, okay, how about third base? I'll let you do that and pick all mine. Who, who do you have at third base? Third base. Odd, again, odd day for third base. Um, if you're picking yeah. on John Lackey, you can use, go with Matt Carpenter. Yes, I will take Matt. I, I, that's the only Cardinal I wrote down because I kind of like John Lackey, but I'll take Matt Carpenter against most people. I'll take lefties against John Lackey. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, Todd Frazier gets Cody Anderson. Righty on righty, but it's Cody Anderson. Yeah, and it's Todd Frazier. You're all about it, right? I'm a big, I'm a big Todd Frazier. I don't think there's a jersey purchase in my future, but there might be a jersey purchase. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. I need. It's been a while since I got a good one. I'd be into some more of those. Yeah, I don't know that I'd get Todd Frazier, but I got to pick a player I really like. I don't know. The... Maybe Rich Hill. Should I get a Rich Hill jersey? You should. Uh, the, the the ones I enjoy are the one where they're like written in Korean or Japanese. Sure, yeah, those can be fun. If you can get like a um, or you know, like a Hinjin Ryu. Yeah, here's the Rich Hill thing: is Rich Hill is very clearly going to get traded. Uh, he's going to a contender as long as he stays healthy. I'm really scared he's going to blow out, but he's on a one-year contract. The A's aren't going anywhere. I think that's partly why they signed him to a one-year contract. They're going to trade him. He's going somewhere fun. He's going to be pitching in October as long as he's healthy, right? Like, th- that's going to happen. So he might be part of a real fun run. So. Uh, could be. Go back to Boston. It'd be fun. It'd be a good fit. Uh, and you be, could he was, buy, buy a, a jersey for your Red Sox. There you go. I'd be If Rich Hill goes there and goes on a playoff run with him, that'd be fun. I'm excited. The worst thing that can happen to me in the 2016 season right now is that he gets hurt for an extended amount of time. If tomorrow, we, and he's not very durable, so it wouldn't surprise me at all. 
you know, but if he goes out and like blows out his elbow next week, it would be such a bummer. <sighs> okay, sorry, Rich Hill Love. Um, yeah, uh, who else do you have at third base? Third base, let's see, moving on. Mark down Mike Moustakis versus Ricky Nolasco. Why, yeah, sure, of course. Um, digging deeper, Michael Franco getting Mike Palfrey. Yep, it's righty on righty, but I will take whoever against Mike Palfrey. I'm not worried about it. Pretty much, yeah. They should have three splits. Lefty, righty, and Palfrey. <laughs> it's just up against Mike Palfrey. It doesn't matter. Pick yes. anybody. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Except um, uh, Nick Castellanos getting Vince Velasquez. Sure, that's also righty on righty, but I, I'm fine with it. He does so well against righties, though. It's not even funny. Yeah, he's on fire. I don't, yeah, I'm not worried about it. Uh, Martin Prado getting Matt Moore. Yes, I like him uh, getting a lefty. Yeah, yeah, that's where you. It's like the one spot you want him is against lefties. Uh, you know Escobar getting Derek Holland. Okay, it's digging, trying to find an angel you kind of like other than Mike Trout. Yeah, that's yeah. A, a right-handed angel versus to pick against Derek Holland is is he he bats leadoff, which I guess is what makes it viable. That if you think that they're going to score a bunch of runs and they might, that he'll be a part of it. So that makes him viable, I guess is the word I'm going to use. Uh, so yeah, that's fine. Not exciting, but fine. Yeah. And he might qualify at shortstop still. I don't know. I don't know. If he does, it's more exciting too. Somehow, yeah. for you know Escobar. Yeah, I, yeah. I would like a bit more shortstop than third base. And lastly, uh, Justin Turner getting Brandon Finnegan. Sure, that's righty on lefty. He often prefers righties, but one, it doesn't matter because it's Brandon Finnegan into uh, the Reds bullpen. Just go nuts. I, I'm into that. Um, I did you say you didn't say Chris Bryant getting Adam Wainwright, did you? I put him in my outfield. Oh, uh, okay, that's true. He's been playing outfield, so yeah, if he's there, I like that too. Uh, depends on your format, but I, I'm I'm into that. It was stupid of me. Um, I also wrote Evan Longoria getting Wei and Chen. That's another raised righty that can hit lefties. Will be just fine. You, there's a raised stack to be had here if you believe in them in Miami. Um, other than that, yeah, you you took all my guys. Uh, shortstop, I have five names. I have four. Um, Okay, let's get the obvious ones out. Uh, Francisco Lindor, it's Eric Johnson. <laughs> Go nuts. I also have uh, Jimmy Rollins getting Cody Anderson. That's fine. I mean, they keep batting him near the top, and there's a little power, a little speed. It's really boring, but if you think these are going to score runs against uh, Cody Anderson, and they certainly could, um, there's uh, there's points to be had there. So I'm fine with that. Um, I wrote Aledmus Diaz getting John Lackey. It's righty on righty. It's not great. He's talented. They've moved him up in the order, finally. Um, it's not the best one. I have two picks I like much more. I like Corey Seager getting Brandon Finnegan, because one, he can hit lefties. He's left-handed, but he doesn't have a bad platoon weakness. He even showed good splits against lefties in the minor leagues. It's making good contact. I'm I'm in. I'm not worried about that. And then when Brandon Finnegan comes out four or five innings into the game, you got the Reds bullpen. Just A-plus on Corey Seager. He's as viable as Francisco Lindor. I have no problem with it. Go nuts. Um, the other one I like, and I would not have said this a while ago, he's quietly been awesome. Eduardo Nunez of the Twins has been hitting awesome. I, I cannot, Power, I speed. I cannot believe you, you made that pick. Uh, power, speed, average. You just got to look at what he's done. Uh, you make, uh, I, I should have wrote it down. I'm going to look it up to at least defend the craziness. No, no, but no, no. they're talking about... I I'm legitimately angry that you have it. He threw Saturday, looking at baseball reference, 331 with three homers and eight stolen bases. And they've been batting him, like, second or maybe first. I don't know, way up near there in the lineup. Uh, I don't believe that out of him. He's a two seventy three career hitter. He's not garbage. He doesn't have much power. But 
you can run. The twins are like, what are we going to do when uh, Eduardo Escobar comes back? Like, and it's Ian Kennedy and the Royals bullpen, which is good, not great. Uh, I'm fine with it. It's a sneaky one, and he's been good. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't feel good. Eduardo Nunez versus Ian Kennedy is such a, like, discouraging matchup where I'm like, ugh, these two guys. But, you know what, I think there's... Is that fair? Those two guys that I, like, can't get excited about at all, but I think there's points there. Uh, if you believe the Twins will score runs, he's up near the top, he runs, hitting well over 300, like, yeah, Eduardo Nunez. Oh my goodness. Like, it's shortstop. Only because it's shortstop, and if you don't want to go Seager or Lindor, like, I think they... There you go. That's it's better than Jimmy Rollins. It's m- more exciting than Jimmy Rollins. I can say that. So, um, you wrote it down, so you must not think I'm that crazy. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a it's a really good pick. <sighs> okay, I can't. Even if I think it's a good pick, I can't be excited about it. So, All right. Um, yeah. Um. Okay. Do you have any shortstops I didn't have? I've done. Uh, Andres Blanco versus Mike Palfrey. Okay. You, you just have to say you can make up a name. Just you know. It could be Fred Thompson against Mike Pelfrey. I'd be like, yeah, Fred totally. Person. Sure. I'm sure it is. I don't know. I just made that name up. Is that a person you know? He's an, he's an actor. Well, actor I'm slash sure. politician. Okay. Well, I failed to make up a fake name on the spot, yeah, apparently. My my improv is bad. But Andres Blanco against Mike Pelfrey? Yes. Go nuts. He just says something like, like um, Dylan Wiggins. There you go. That would have been better. If it would have been yeah, what if? I blew it. I blew it. Um, all right, is that it for you at shortstop? Edison Russell? Sure. Yeah, against Wainwright, if you believe on... Yeah, I, I find him to be so uninspiring that I, I kind of just wrote it down just to have an, an extra name to mention. Sure. At shortstop, that can be important. I, 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 I am on board with the Seager pick. I, I love mm-hmm. Francisco Lindor, and I think Nunez is, is the, the cheap play that I would probably I, I would like to bet on. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, take us away in the outfield. You're starting. You know, you're fine with Chris Bryant. I agree there in the outfield. Okay. Who else are you thinking? I come off so I don't see him twice. Uh, Bryce Harper getting Bartolo. Left, sure. Lefty and righty. You know, it's, I, it's Bryce Harper. I mean, yeah. I, I kind of feel like we, we always we have to mention guys like him just to kind of you know because you know there are days where he's viable and this is one of them. Yes. Um, I agree there. I also wrote Ben Revere getting Bartello. Do you care about Ben Revere considering he's been at the top of the lineup? I am on board with Ben Revere in that in that matchup. He's he's been really bad, but it's like in not very much time, and he was hurt. So like I kind of believe him to like get better and be fine. If you think he's healthy, yeah, I could see it. Yeah. So I think he's gonna be okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Who else in the outfield do you like? Uh, Jonas Cespedes getting Geo. We didn't say very many. You know, Mets names, he's one of the few that no. I like in that matchup. He's been on fire. He's just smashing home runs. I think he's leading the NL, tied for the lead. I don't know. He, yeah, I'm all in. He'll be fine, yeah. Uh, my guy, Odebel Herrera, getting Mike Pelfrey. Okay, yeah. I, I think it's weird that he's becoming one of our go-to Phillies guys. I guess it's not weird. He's good. He's, yeah, I, I'm like, in there. Legitimately good. He's he's not just, like, a goofy player anymore. With it. He's, like, a legitimately good baseball player that you should be putting in DFS stacks. Yeah, nope, I meant he's going to score plenty of runs. Gets on base plenty. Playing outfield for Team Cookie is Hazel Baker. Okay, yeah, sure. He's one of, like him a he's lefty one, against a lackey, basically. He's one of the few lefties in the Cardinals outfield, and he mashes righties. So Yeah, nope, uh, I'm into that. Maybe if Brandon Moss gets in, depending on where they try and fit him. But, yeah, um, that would be, be gross defensively. Yeah, 
that's true. Luckily, we don't have to worry about that. Moving on to Tampa, uh, Mike Stanton and Marshall Ozuna getting Matt Moore. Yes, yes, yes. Any of those are righties getting them. I'm into that. Especially Stanton and Ozuna. Yeah. Yelich uh, has been banged up a little bit, um, so you might get Ichiro in there, but that's not oh, really... Boy. Yeah, there's not a lot of upside there. It's fun to watch. I want him to play, but yeah. Um, but Stanton and Ozuna, I, I thumbs up there for sure. And on the other side, I like Geyer and Souza getting way in Chen. Yep, I put Ray's outfielders. I like Guy Alex Souza. I also like Desmond Jennings more than you do, but they can all hit lefties. Uh, next up, uh, No More Mazar getting Nick Tropiano, lefty and righty, yep. like that. Yep, he'll do just fine. If you, if you have to pick an angel, Mike Trout is, is the one to pick against Derek Collins. Yes, if, if you somehow can't go with Yunel Escobar, uh, Mike Trout, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a day to pay for it, for sure. He gets Derek Holland, he's going to do just fine against him. <laughs> I, I I apologize for the laughter, but you made me laugh. I gotcha. But you really like that was like not not like a fake like podcast laugh. That was like legitimate. That was pretty funny <laughs> the way Dylan said the that. podcast laugh. All right, uh, next up, uh, if you're picking against Ricky Alaska, and why wouldn't you? Uh, I like Alex Gordon and Jared Dyson. Okay, yeah, I'm fine with that. If you're looking to pick against Captain Cody Anderson of the Cleveland Indians. Uh, Adam Eaton and Melky Cabrera. Melky? You're in on Melky now. I'm in, I'm in Adam Eaton, but is Melky getting recommendations and good matchups now? Against Cody Anderson, I will recommend Melky. All right. All right. That's fair. That's I'm fair. still not a Melky. I, you know, if you would like power rank, like the t-shirts of, of, of White Sox on like guys I would buy, mm-hmm. guys that I, you know, I wouldn't buy for you. Sure. I think Melky would be closer to the guys I wouldn't buy for you than he is at the top of that list. Okay. Okay. Who else you got in the outfield? Uh, running out, Nelson Cruz versus Rich Hill. Yep. If you believe in that, you got to believe in Franklin Gutierrez as well, who had a monster home yeah. run the other day. I, I had I had Fragu written in parentheses next to yes. Nelson Cruz. Yes. And running out, um, if you're bidding, if you're going to be betting against Brandon Finnegan, I would go with Trace Thompson and Enrique Hernandez. Sure, I like that. Uh, I had them. I also had Yusil Puig. Yusil Puig could be just fine, also. Um, you had you basically stole my list there in the outfield. Uh, who I it's a smaller slate. The one I like, if you want to pick on Wainwright again with Cubs outfielders, Dexter Fowler starts and ends there. Switch hitter, on base machine, scores a ton of runs. Yeah, the on base the on base machine. It's big in DFS. So yeah. Yeah, it, it, well, that offense. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, uh, on to pitchers. Um, we didn't pick. We only picked Cespedes against Geo. He's been good. I think he's fine. If you want to take him against the Mets, I'm not yeah, worried I'll about it. Yeah, take Gio. Um, I think you could fade Vince Velasquez against the Tigers, because even though we don't think he's this good, I still think he's talented. Uh, and I, I don't think it's going to be a popular one. I don't know that I'm fully recommending it, but it's also not going to shock me if he does well. And he has strikeouts, and I think strikeouts are really important, just in terms of keeping a floor. So um, it's not a good matchup for him. I'm staying away from yeah, it's probably not where I'm going. It's just it's a smaller slate, so you got to uh, consider a lot of things. Same with Matt Moore. We picked a bunch of Marlins against Matt Moore, but uh, it's in Miami, and he gets a bunch of strikeouts. He's capable of imploding, but I think there's a pretty good ceiling there because I don't think the you know the Marlins offense is that good in general. Uh, so he has some guys to avoid. He has to not give up bombs, but I think he could be okay. Nick Tropiano getting the Rangers. Nick Tropiano we like in spot start situations. The Rangers is an okay matchup. Would you consider sending him to Texas? Yeah, I would. Yeah, it's going to be a cheaper option. Um, 
I wrote Lackey getting the Cardinals. I don't think the Cardinals are that great. They're okay. They have some talent, but it's not an offense I'm that worried about. I think it's a pretty even even matchup, and uh, I think that he should get plenty of run support because he's John Lackey and he's pitched really well, and the Cubs are insane. And Adam Wainwright could certainly give up runs. So uh, John Lackey's totally viable. I'm taking Rich Hill, getting the Mariners. I always think Rich Hill is kind of that Matt Moore type, but better, where there's a pretty high ceiling, uh, a risk to implode, but he could strike out 10 and put up six innings of you know, one run. Taiwan is the other side. Yeah, you like Taiwan Walker getting the A's? The A's are beat up. I'm into that too, actually. I love that matchup for him. I think it's a. Who, He's at home. Who's, the A's are. Who's he afraid of? The A's are in trouble. Yeah. So we didn't pick any A's against Taiwan Walker no, today. There aren't any A's to pick, really. Yeah. Uh, they like to hit lefties, but I don't know. I'm fine with that. Um, how about... So, yeah, I, I like Town Walker. Uh, Kershaw gets the Reds. If you want to pay for it, no hesitation. Go nuts. Like, it's a Kershaw day. There's no analysis really to do with Kershaw. Just, if you want to spend the money, it's a green light. He has the highest ceiling, the most consistency. Go nuts. Oh, that, that, that doesn't mean he's not too tired from his, his pinch hit duty on Sunday. He did. He pinch hit on Sunday, which is <laughs> fun. Um, and that marathon game. Yeah. And then um, Drew Pomeranz gets Guido... I thumbs up both of these. Cueto's the the more dominant one, has the better matchup. He's going to be more money. But uh, if you want to fade, Drew Pomeranz has been good. And, yeah, it's away from Petco, but San, San Francisco is not a scary place to pitch. So uh, I, I like both. I, I think that, uh, yeah, Cueto's the favorite, but I don't think Pomeranz is like a dark horse or anything. I think you'd just be doing an alternate thing. Um, were there any pitchers I didn't mention that you would actually consider? I, I want to say Ian Kennedy, but I keep... I, I... Uh, the upside's just not there in terms of like strikeouts and whatnot. But that's a, the thing is, he, we've seen him post good strikeout totals. Yeah, and it is the Twins. It is the Twins. You're right. Only because it's the Twins, I think that's a viable he's option. Strike, he's got 50 strikeouts in 50 innings this year. It's not like he's okay. I, yeah, I guess I forget that the Royals are having him do that too. I, mm, I don't know. He's, he's it's got, the Twins. I think when it's the Twins and they strike out and how bad they've been, I think most people are an option. So it's not where I'm going. I'm not excited about it, but. I think it's totally viable. All right. It's totally viable. I'm not excited about it, but it's a thing. Yeah. I yeah. You, I think it's a bit more... I, I, I don't know. I Again, I've seen him be bad in San Diego, so why would I trust him anywhere else? He's pitching very different this year. I don't know what's up, but he is. So I'm still, yeah. not, I'm still not a big fan, but I I think if, if you're doing like, like one of those like split slates where it's like only early games and you wanted to, you know, say, pair him and Geo, mm-hmm. or, you know... E- Kennedy and say Matt Moore, mm-hmm. I, I could I, I think that would be totally viable. Oh, I yeah. You I'm, know if you if you're doing a split shift in the evening, uh, I I would be fading it. I'd be going Walker and I'd be going Pomeranz because I'd be assuming everybody else would be taking uh, Kershaw and Cueto. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I think there's some some unpopular options that have uh, have upside. And then uh, we got to make some picks for a Field of Streams contest. Uh, there's some... Got to find some guys less than 50% on, and that was kind of tricky today. Um, I have Matt Moore in Miami. I have Nick Tropiano in Texas, and then maybe Derek Holland against the Angels if you're crazy, hoping that the, the Angels are bad. Um, but uh, I'm going with Matt Moore in Miami, just hoping to get some strikeouts there, hoping Marlins Park helps him out. And hoping that Giancarlo Stanton only hits one home run off of him, not two. Uh, do you like either of those guys, or is there anybody else that you're considering? I, th- I think Moore's a pick. I really do. Yeah, I thought you might take Tropiano, but I think it's Matt Moore no, again. Um, I, I, strikeouts I, I, are helpful. I, I, I gotta start hunting for wins. Like I can't, I can't fall. If I fall any farther behind in wins, I'm in trouble. 
Okay. Yeah. So we're we're taking Matt Moore in Miami for Monday. All right, Matt. Tell me, tell me w- w- more about your trip to Canada. Okay. First off, do, do you realize how big Canada is? Pretty big. It's pretty big. It's like because you drove. Yeah. Uh, okay. for, I we we drove from Chicago to Montreal and we did it. Uh, going there took about sixteen hours. Coming back was a lot faster, about thirteen. That's plenty of sitting in the car, though. Um, the only time we hit traffic was around Toronto, and I I, I fired off a, a text message to my, my good buddy who lives near Toronto. And I'm like, is traffic always this bad? And he's like, ha, 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 yes. And I'm just like, thanks. Wow. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, Canada is enormous. First off, we I only saw like a like maybe 1% of the country on the drive. Sure. There's like 99% more that I, I didn't see. So it's I, I, I can't get over how big Canada really is. Especially in the middle-ish. I'm sure it's plenty empty, too. Kind of like America, yeah. You know, th- then again, to be fair... The most boring part of our drive was Michigan. <laughs> I'll give you that. Sure. I'm not. No, like Canada was like action city compared to to Michigan. It was, you know, we 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 went this, we, we went up through up through Flint and across the port port Huron, uh-huh. and it was like the the emptiest, boringest drive I've ever made in my life. Like oh, I, was, I was like legit embarrassed for Michigan. And then you got into Canada, and you're like, all right. It was a, still long, still big, still but, long, still big, still reasonably empty, but a, a, yeah. a, a lot more exciting to look at than than that part of Michigan. Well, that's good. Okay. Yeah, and you survived. N- next point. Uh, yes. Tim Hortons. Yes. I had never really tried Tim Hortons before. I'd always, I, I, you know, the, the you know the Canadian folks that I'd always, you know, I, I'd spoken to before. Oh, you, you gotta try Tim Hortons. It's the best Hortons, best coffee, best everything. Sure. Uh, not gonna uh, uh, underwhelmed completely. Yeah, disappointed. I, I think that's the deal with any sort of like geographical, like famous whatever. Is that it's like In and Out. In and Out's fantastic, okay. but yes. but everybody tells you that it's going to change your life, and then it doesn't. It's, You're no, like, okay. In and Out was life changing. You, you, I would give my life okay. for a good In and Out for an In and Out burger right now. Oh, okay, well maybe we disagree because I like it. It's really good, but it's just when things like that get uh talked up so much that I'm kind of like. Okay. I, I, you know, I when you finally have Tim Hortons, you're like, eh, okay. Well, no, yeah. just the, 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 I, you know, I, the coffee wasn't great. The donut wasn't anything special. You know, I, yeah. I, I would rather have Dunkin' Donuts and Krispy Kreme if, I, if I'm, if I'm perfectly honest. Sure. All right. Matt gives a thumbs down to Tim Hortons. Yeah, big thumbs. I was disappointed in that. Uh, but uh, poutine. Thumbs up. Oh, big thumbs up. I, I, I can't believe it hasn't caught on south of the border. Uh, we have a poutine food cart here in Portland that people, or we did, it might've moved, but people, you know, tend to like that. You can, you have to look for it though. That's for sure. Well, food carts are illegal in Chicago, so. Ugh, goodness. They're raging in Portland. Well, they're unsanitary and I wouldn't touch one. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Where does the guy Um, wash his hands, Dylan? There's a sink. And the food cart? It's supposed to be. A food cart? I don't know. What am I like? Okay, okay. I, I, we might have a term, terminology. Okay, you mean food cart or food truck? Truck. Okay, that makes more yeah, sense. We, okay, those are legal here, but food carts, uh, like a, a guy pushing a hot dog cart, is legal oh, yes. in this area. Oh yeah, I don't see those. We have them in uh, in trucks. Yes. Okay. Okay, that makes a bit more sense to me. Yes. So either way, poutine. I honestly, I, I I'm, I'm trying to figure out ways I can make it at home. I enjoyed it that much. French fries and gravy? I, I think you can, you'll can. you find a way. French fries, gravy, and cheese. What, what, what's not to enjoy? 
you'll be able to do that. That'll be that'll be doable. Actually, yeah. I, I smuggled a few cans of poutine sauce across the border. I don't know if you can. I don't know if canned is nearly as good as fresh. My guess is it isn't, but hopefully that they didn't at the border really care that you're smuggling uh, poutine. I don't think that qualifies as a, as a as a vegetable or a fruit, so no. Hopefully not. I think you're good. We won't tell anybody. Um, next up, I, I did get to see a, a bit of Blue Jays. Yeah. Hard team to watch. Like you went to the game or watched it on TV? How could I watch? How could I watch the Blue Jays in Montreal? You drove through Toronto. You said I don't why, know. Why would I stop? I don't know. On a, Sorry. On a 16-hour drive, why would I stop for three hours? I apologize. Dumb question. You watch them on TV. Hard to watch. Why are they hard to watch? Uh, very station-to-station. Uh, mediocre bullpen. Not great defensively. Okay. Not not. That's your scouting report of watching some Blue Jays games? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Hard to watch. Uh, all right. They, they Thumbs much... down for Blue Jays experience. Got it. Well, just... These are Mets. Matt's experiences. This team in particular is, is I find really hard to watch because they are so station to station. Okay. You know the the, they, the concept of going like they walk too much. Well, no. Okay. W- one of the games I got to see was the one where Joey Bats let off. Sure. Which okay. Was that, fun. It, it leads off with a single. Great. I think uh, E five hit another single. So great. First and second. Your criticism of the Blue Jays is they don't have enough power. No, my, my criticism is they're too station. They, they they can't go first to third. Okay. That, oh, I get Okay, so they're slow base runners, is right. the point. Station to station. Got it. Got it. Okay, so I now understand. For, for them to score a run, they have to get, you know... They need that power. They, no, they, they, yeah, they need power, but they also need, you know, multiple runners on base. All right. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. So and that's... It's, are they clogging the base paths? Is that the phrase that you would no, use? No, no, that's... I would never say that. That's stupid. <laughs> sure. You, you want runners on base, but... If you if you'd seen the two thousand four White Sox, they they had the same thing where they just it was you know they get a run around first, run around second, and then you've got outs, and then it's over. I've never thought about the Blue Jays that way, but I see what you're saying. But they are they are they exceptionally slow, and they they, they, they can't they they don't seem to advance you know you know when they have a product when they have an out. Yeah. The other thing. You know, again, station they, their station station team is hard to watch. That's my point. We've talked about it for far too long. Okay. Uh, next, uh, Canadian beer. Yes. I, I, I tried Molson. I tried Labatt's. I enjoyed both. Okay. Thumbs up for cheap Canadian beer? Yes. Thumbs up for cheap Canadian beer. Got it. I don't know anything about beer, so I believe you. No, they're, they're very tasty pilsners. I enjoyed both. Uh, Labatt's comes in like they, they these like massive cans of Labatt's that were really exciting for me. Nice. So, uh, Anything else worth mentioning? Are you asking me? It's your trip. I'm trying to think if there's anything else worth mentioning. That really, I think, I think I've covered just about it. About your your trip to Canada, well, we're we're glad you're back. You're back. It was, it was we filled in. We had Brad, we had uh, Scott, and we had Steve here without you. Steve, uh, he was freed from having to talk about the AL Central with you, which I think was lucky for him as a Twins fan. We didn't have to get into it uh, and talk about the White Sox, but yeah, <laughs> glad you're back. Um, yeah, sounds like a good trip. About that? What's that? You like upset about that? No, 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 no. It's just that I was like, Steve, you want to talk about the twins? He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I bet you don't, because they are miserable. And I know that if we had done a show with him, which we will sometime soon, I'm sure, uh, you, you get some some bragging rights this year about White Sox over the twins. That's all. I don't. No, he was not. He was upset as any twins fan, but no, I not think, towards you. My thing with the twins is that for them to be good in the future, Buxton, Sano, and Barrios have to be awesome. They got a click. Yeah, they have that really good uh, farm system that has not lived up to things no, yet. No, I mean, you know, Sano has been okay. Buxton has been nothing special, and Barrios has been bad. 
Yep. I think it's too early to come close to giving up on them, but oh, you need to start seeing stuff. So, but yeah. But still, you know, for them, for in in the next five years, for them to like do anything, like win a division title, all three of those players have to be awesome. They need some help for sure. Um, okay, well, that should about do it for us for Monday. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS if you disagree with him about the Blue Jays or Labatt or Canada or Flint, Michigan. We want, you have Flint, Michigan hot takes and how boring Michigan is. He wants to hear it. There's no argument. It's a boring drive. I don't think you'll get much, uh, you know, backlash on that one. Uh, I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Uh, Good luck with your stacks on Monday. Matt and I, of course, will be back on Tuesday and all week. So we'll talk to you then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. Right and Jimmy Rollins getting Chase Anderson. It's not exciting. Chase Anderson's trying to straighten things out, and he's still giving up homers. Even when he's been good otherwise, he's giving up Jimmy homers. Rollins facing? Uh, I wrote, sorry. I wrote C. Anderson on my sheet. <laughs> oh, boy. I think it's to edit this out. I think it's to edit like this out. like launched into it, too. <laughs> I literally write C. Anderson. I'm like, I know who C. Anderson is. I, I know what's up with that. I, write down, I usually write down first names unless it's something obvious. You just write Chase. Uh, that's funny. I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> that's what I've got here. Oh, Cody. That's good.